0: Scofflaws is a show about the history of crime, criminals, and the investigation thereof. There may be discussion of adult themes and generally icky stuff. Also, neither host is a legal professional, and this show does not contain any legal advice. Remember, crime doesn't pay.
1: Unless you're really good. Hello and welcome to the Scott Laws: A History of Law and Disorder. My name is Sean, and join me as always is my lovely co-host, Kate. Say hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. So we are damn near Christmas now. This is the twenty-first. We are on the opposite side of the weekend from Christmas.
0: Yeah, we are. I go home tomorrow, or <laughs> on the twenty-second.
1: Tomorrow, as the viewers know it, Exactly. Our
0: listeners. exactly. People
1: don't view us. <laughs>
0: That'd be an interesting view.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. They they can see the giant hole in the wall of where my heater is.
0: Yeah, and they can see me staring intently at my computer screen because I definitely prepare these episodes ahead of time.
1: (laughs) We're right on the cusp of of Christmas. I believe at this point, um, I'm sure I'll be corrected or no one will care, but I believe at this point Hanukkah would be well done.
0: Hanukkah, um, Hanukkah is over by this point. Um, it actually is solstice.
1: Oh yeah, solstice. So we are what? I I forget how many holidays are around this time, but we we've got one down and two up, two up at bat in the national holiday baseball league.
0: Well, um, according to some statistic I read a long time ago, between Thanksgiving and New Year's. There are forty three holidays celebrated around the world, give or take.
1: That's enough for for about what four teams, three teams of baseball.
0: Yeah. So.
1: it's a, it's a very small league.
0: <laughs> well, before we get started, we do want to here at Scottlaws want to wish everybody a happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Blessed Yule, Blessed Solstice. Whatever you celebrate, happy that.
1: Yes, yes. And we will definitely, definitely put the uh, Christmas scene from Futurama at the end of this where it's like, what the hell is Kwanzaa?
0: Yeah, I forgot about Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. (laughs) (laughs) No offense, guys. I'm seriously sorry. I forget a lot of holidays.
1: There's a lot of holidays.
0: I've got a dog whining in the background. Fair warning.
1: (laughs) That's fine. I'm sure our, our listeners are well used to dog and cat noises at this point. <laughs> so last week you promised a uh, a big show compared to the small-time crimes of decorating someone's house while high on bath salts and murdering nine people.
0: Yeah, so this isn't quite as big as murder- murdering nine people, and but it is considered the largest manhunt ever in Texas.
1: Ooh. All right, let's get into it.
0: So this is a bank robbery that happened in 1927. It all started on December 23rd, 1927, uh, when a whole bunch of people held up the First National Bank in Cisco, Texas.
1: 1927. Okay, so would have been about the right time to do it.
0: Yeah, so there, were, there it, crimes were easier to commit at this point.
1: I'm also saying that, like, in two years, there wouldn't be much worth robbing in a bank.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, the people who committed this crime uh, Marshall Ratliff, Marshall Ratliff, Henry Helms, Robert Hill, um, and Lewis Davis all um, were involved in this. And Ratliff and his brother Lee were actually caught robbing a bank in Valeria, Texas, and they served only a year of their uh, prison sentences before being parted by Governor Ferguson.
1: Kate, I don't think you realized that you just said that Bobby Hill robbed a bank in Texas.
0: Oh, I didn't realize that at all, actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That boy ain't right.
0: (laughs) So um, Lee had also planned on being in the robbing circle but he was arrested again, so Marshall, his older brother, uh, pulled in Helms and Hill, who he knew from Huntsville, and a fourth man who was good with safes.
1: And the safe guy!
0: The safe guy came down with the flu, so they had to pull in <laughs> Lewis Davis, a family man in need, with the offer of big money. That's a direct quote from the source.
1: Oh my god, that is that's a wonderful line. It is. Alright, so it sounds like we have the plot to a home video version of an Ocean Eleven parody. Yes,
0: we do. And this is actually, um, this, this source that I'm using is the Texas uh, Historical Society. So... Uh,
1: okay, so we've just listed someone's Kickstarter for their heist movie. Exactly. Where do we go from
0: here? Uh, So... Um basically to give you some reference, three or four Texas banks were being held up every day or being robbed every day.
1: Oof. That's that's a lot of bank robberies.
0: It is. And the Texas Banker Association, because keep in mind the uh, the federals the, the, the NCUA or whatever that protects banks now didn't exist. The Texas Bankers Association offered a $5,000 reward for anyone who shot a bank robber that was committing a crime.
1: If it's a wonderful life has taught us anything, it's that banking back in the day was a wild and crazy thing.
0: Yeah, it was.
1: Where someone's drunk uncle could ruin an entire town.
0: So, uh, once they got towards the bank, uh, Ratliff put on a Santa costume.
1: Okay, so, I mean... Fairly good costume. It's full body coverage and a beard.
0: Yep. So uh, they let him out uh, several blocks away from the bank, and kids started following him because he was Santa.
1: Of course.
0: And they uh, they all met in an alley, and he everyone was like, oh, hey, Santa, and all of his associates held up guns to indicate that it was a holdup.
1: Oh, hi, Santa. <laughs> okay. That is a room reference, and I don't think if you haven't seen any of the movies I've listed otherwise, I don't think you've seen the room.
0: No, it's on my list though.
1: <laughs> Imagine like a 90 minute slow motion train wreck.
0: I, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I know like Oh hi Mark. Yep. That's that's all I know about it.
1: Uh that's that's a good chunk like like the cinema sins episode about it actually keeps a running tally of all the times he goes oh hi x and it's it's significant of course cinnamon is a significant portion of that script
0: um of course cinema sins would do that and also i just said cinnamon sins the first time
1: uh that sounds like a good girl rock band name
0: oh add that to our list of band names
1: (laughs) Alright, so Santa alert children into an alley. This is sounding great.
0: And they uh so when they invaded the bank, when the the, the robbers invaded the bank, uh a woman ran outside after being warned not to and uh, screamed for help, which alerted the chief of police and uh the citizens about the robbery. And then Hill shot through the window because he saw somebody, and then shots were fired, and it just everyone was shooting at each other because citizens who owned guns were now outside the bank to help.
1: Because Texas. Because
0: Texas, and the fact that like they got a five thousand dollar reward if they killed a bank robber.
1: <laughs> okay, so so the 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 reward didn't stipulate alive, just. Yeah. Stop the bank robbery. Get five grand. Yeah. No, it was which...
0: kill. It was murder. It was kill a bank robber. It was, it was
1: specifically murder bank robbers for money. Yes. Only in Texas.
0: Only in Texas. So uh, most of the and co- also. Oh, sorry, honey. Uh,
1: five grand in nineteen uh, twenties money is a chunk of money. It
0: is a chunk of money. I because of inflation, it's really hard to tell what it exactly was, but it was a lot of money. Uh, so, all um, most of the hostages escaped, um, but they were wounded as they emerged into the alley. Um, but two people, two small girls, were uh, taken as hostages.
1: Okay, so Santa took hostages.
0: Yep, Santa took two child
1: hostages. So, so in in this in this Texas in this Corpus Christi eleven, um, Santa was the lookout.
0: Santa was Santa was the person who took the money. Okay. Um. So two police officers were wounded mortally, and then they died later. And then Ratliff and Davis, Rat Ratliff and Davis were also wounded. Um. And Davis was severely wounded. All right. So this. Um.
1: I I looked up how much like inflation would have like five grand in 1927 would be today. Hmm. Um, it's about 60 grand.
0: Yeah, leave up that calculation because we're going to have more money numbers. Okay. So, um, this started the largest manhunt in Texas history. Uh, their tires had been shut out and they were almost out of gas, so they were pursued by a mob out of town. And they uh, they were, um, stopped by the people they were trying to carjack from. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they were given the car, but the dude who owned the car took the keys. And <laughs> so the robbers brought, put all of their stuff into the um, the new car, the, it was an Oldsmobile. And the gunfire, gunfire wounded Hill and they loaded everything in and they realized they couldn't start the car.
1: Oh God. It- this didn't go well for them.
0: No, it didn't. Uh, so Davis was left in the new car as they all went back to the first car with the hostages, and they didn't realize until later that they had left the money with Davis. So the mob, <laughs> so the mob found Davis um, and the money, and temporarily gave up chase. Um, and the money was returned to the bank,
1: and someone collected five grand.
0: Exactly. So the they had stolen twelve thousand four hundred dollars in cash. Twelve
1: thousand four hundred.
0: And then hundred and fifty thousand dollars in non negotiable securities.
1: Well, oh, those are a bit more iffy on like how they would convert, but um, that converted amount I could pay off my house with. Oh God. Like they they bought, they they stole the worth of my house and then some.
0: Did they? They probably stole the worth of your house plus all of our student debt. Uh,
1: and then some. <laughs> well, for mine, I don't You you went through significantly more schooling than I did. Uh, yeah, I'm
0: still going through school. Uh, but there were estimates that there were at least two hundred bullet holes in the bank. Welcome to Texas. Welcome to Texas. So uh, the robbers abandoned the car and then um, the girls.
1: I I, I do have to point out at this point that 200 bullet holes may not sound like a lot in like 2018 bullet hole conversion rates. (laughs) Welcome to America. But this was before there was anything approaching like an automatic weapon.
0: An automatic, they they existed, but not for the common person.
1: This would have been shotguns and pistols and revolvers. Mm
0: -hmm. So no more than six bullets or eight bullets at a time.
1: Machi machi.
0: Yeah. Machine guns did exist, just not for the common person.
1: Nope. Nope. And even then, just for the Chicago mobster.
0: (sighs) Anyway, uh... The rubbers, like I said, abandoned the car and the girls and they uh, continued on foot and they stole another car and uh, wrecked the car somewhere else in Texas. And then they commandeered another car and took a guy hostage for 24 hours to make him drive. And then they let the dude have his car back and then they stole another car.
1: <laughs> uh racking up that grand theft auto
0: multiplier and um they the two wounded men were not doing well because they hadn't eaten and it was icy and they had been wounded so eventually the three people were ambushed by the sheriff in south bend uh south bend texas not south bend indiana
1: I was going to say that's a significant amount of ground they covered with bullet holes in them.
0: Yeah. Uh so a Texas Ranger was involved in the firefight um and it is um because there was a huge firefight when they were ambushed by a sh- the sheriff and after a car chase and a shootout, uh the Texas Ranger that was involved was rumored to have hit all three men. <sighs>
1: Okay, so someone knew their way... Well, it was a Texas Ranger. Of course they knew how to shoot.
0: Exactly. So um, Ratliff was hit and fell to the ground. Helms and Hill were both wounded, but they managed to escape to the woods. (laughs) Boomhauer shot Bobby! Exactly! (laughs) So, several days um, after they dodged an immense manhunt assisted by airplane, the two made it into um, another Texas town, and they were taken into custody by lawmen without a fight probably because they wanted to eat food
1: yeah yeah hunger will make you do crazy things like give up to the law Mm-hmm. oh man how many cars did they carjack i lost
0: count i think it was like six jesus <laughs> so uh this is how their trials went Hill pleaded guilty to armed robbery, took the stand on his own behalf, and in March was sentenced to 99 years in prison. And he escaped prison three times, but was recaptured every time. (laughs) Three times! Mm -hmm. This is all a direct quote from the article I was looking at. Um, Three times, Jesus. After he settled down, um, he was given parole in the mid-1940s, and he changed his name and became a productive citizen in society. (laughs)
1: After the pokeball stopped wiggling and it clicked finally,
0: Helms was identified as the one who had gunned down both lawmen and was given the death sentence in late february of of uh nineteen twenty eight after an unsuccessful insanity plea. He was executed by electric chair on um in nineteen twenty nine and uh, the- all right, and then our Santa himself, Ratliff, was first convicted of armed robbery um in 1928 and sentenced to 99 years in prison
1: that poor schmuck
0: oh he's not done in march he was Uh sentenced to execution for his role in the deaths of of the the policemen who were killed although no one could testify to having seen him fire a gun in the bank ratliff appealed his case and when that failed went for an insanity plea and he had begun acting insane the day that helms was executed And thoroughly convinced his jailers that he was. So his mother got involved in that and... uh, He was... um, He had been... uh, He had convinced a whole bunch of people that he was insane. And on November 18th, Ratliff attempted to escape and he mortally wounded Tom Jones. I have no idea who that is. He mortally wounded a man named Tom Jones in the attempt... And a crowd began to gather the next morning, uh, and the crowd had grown to over a thousand. And the mob found Ratliff, and they dragged him out of wherever he was. They tied his hands and feet, and they hung him from a tower pole. But the first time they tried hanging him, it failed. Uh, The knot came loose, and he fell the second time. He was pronounced dead at 9.55 p.m. on November 19th.
1: Holy shit.
0: So the total number of people killed in this bank robbery and the ensuing events after was six.
1: That is such a for want of a nail story.
0: Yep, no one was ever charged for for lynching after that.
1: The only reason he was there is because some other guy got the flu.
0: No, that was... That was Haim.
1: That was Haim? Mm-hmm.
0: And he was Jeez. killed for it. Helms, excuse me.
1: Holy sh That went wrong in every conceivable way it could go wrong.
0: Yes, it did.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: that was that was definitely a ride. Holy crap.
1: Yeah. Achimachi. Alright, so that was. That was the worst Christmas caper I've ever heard.
0: Yep. I don't know how we're going to top that next year, but future us, will have to deal with it.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Um, I know that Sawbones did the injuries of the Wet Bandits. I don't know where we're going to go.
0: I don't know where we're going to go either.
1: Uh, All right. So if you have an idea where we're going after this, Email us at scofflawspodcast at gmail.com or join us on Facebook at Scofflaws the History of Law and Disorder, either our main page or our community page. Or hit us up on uh, Twitter at Scofflawscast or our Patreon at patreon.com slash scofflaws. And uh, this is where I look up a dumb law and I have to navigate away from ridiculous currency conversions. <laughs> All right. Um there was something that you said earlier that prompted me to go back to the page on Minnesota law and I am trying to recall what it was. Mhm. Okay, yeah, no, it was it was when you mentioned that Santa Claus walked down the alleyway with the the pipe piper children behind him in specifically Minneapolis, Minnesota, where my cousin lives. People are forbidden from walking in and or down alleyways.
0: I mean, I understand why, but living in Chicago, that just sounds terrible.
1: Yeah, no, that'd make, that'd make navigating the city so hard.
0: Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny that you just compared children to rats.
1: Well, I mean, the Pied Piper did both.
0: Mostly rats. <laughs>
1: Well oh, yeah, the the kids were sort of his collection agency.
0: Alright. Well, next week we will have our pre new year episode. Yay. Oh Sean, what is our what is our landmark that we hit today?
1: Oh, this is episode three zero.
0: Woop woop.
1: Yep. Before you know it we'll be at let's see. We'll hit a year mark on episode 50, because we missed two.
0: Shit. And that's in April.
1: Yeah, so that will be episode 50 will be our one year, provided that we don't miss anything else.
0: Knocking on wood. If I knock any harder, my dog will bark.
1: Yep. Oh, knocking on press board. (laughs) All right, um... Also, German fairy tales are fucked. Alright. This has been Scoffo's History of Law and Disorder. My name is Sean, and this has been Kate. Say bye, Kate.
0: Bye, Kate.
1: find the Kwanzaa thing, so here's Hank Hill saying the thing. That boy ain't right.